0: Good. How are you, Iris?
1: Good. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Girl We Have to Talk podcast. And this is another one of our Girl We Have a Question episodes. Yay. Oh, Jamie, you don't sound excited.
0: <laughs> um, no, I'm very excited. Uh, I'll, I'll explain why I responded that way off the podcast, but I'm very okay. excited for a question.
1: Awesome. Sounds good. Okay. Yes. So these are quick episodes, so I don't want to dawdle. Jamie, do you want to read this question or should I?
0: Uh, you know, if you have it handy, otherwise I can look for it in your text that you sent me.
1: I have it here. Okay, great. So this one is how to, to deal with friends who never start a conversation first. Sadly, I'm actually talking about people I consider close friends, some of whom I've known for a couple of years who I go to uni with. When I see them at uni, it's all cool and dandy, but literally after that, I hear nothing from them. No one bothers with a conversation via text or to ask me to go out for something. I tried to be the bigger person and to text first and to invite out, but I also got frustrated at them not bothering to start anything first or to check up on me or even ask how I'm doing when I start the conversation. I really think I I gave it my best shot to be a caring friend, but their attitudes make me repelled from talking to them. And I feel very lonely. Granted, if I'm open, if, I open up about that, about that. They'll either say, ha ha, I was busy or sorry, never meant that. Um, And then, you know, go back to the way things used to be. So anyway, I guess the question is what should. Mm -hmm.
0: So I like totally relate to this question, not only in friendships, but in dating. And this is something common I hear from lots of other people that do online dating um that like the person the other person isn't asking questions or doesn't reach out and they're kind of feeling like they have to do more of that initiative work so like I definitely Mm -hmm. relate to this in so many ways and I feel like it's it's pretty relatable I think uh, I could say that everybody has someone like this at least one person like this where they feel like I don't get it. This person's never reaching out to me. They're never initiating. And what's that about? It seems like when we get together, when we do talk, it's great. So I don't understand. Um, Yeah. And it's hard. It's, It's hard because like, you don't want to necessarily deny that you might have a great relationship otherwise, or that maybe there are parts of the relationship that are great. Um, but to me, what I've found in my life is that these people are not serving me in the way that I need in my life that I really need, relate, really... And I think honestly, because I've had so many relationships like this in my past where mm-hmm. I just felt like, well, this is the only way I can have friends or the only way I can be in a relationship. So I just have to do all the work and I got really burnt out and I got really resentful and really angry. And so now I just can't do that because I have I think I did it too much when I was younger. Right. Um, And so now, you know, it's not. And so the best thing I can do in order not to get angry and resentful, because then what would happen is once I got angry and resentful, then I would be much less healthy about how I handled it. And usually what I would do is just cut them off and they would have no idea what, or I would get really upset with them and they would not understand. So I, I just feel like more boundaries are needed earlier on for me so that I don't do that. So basically now I try and, and kind of make it feel like it's equal. And if they're not reaching out to me, I'm not reaching out to them. Um, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately. So I've definitely like lost friends that way. Um, and lost dating, you know, intimate relationships that way, or talking to people, uh, you know, on dating apps or whatever. Um, More often, I would say, than, you know, in already being in the relationship. And what it allows me to do is free up space and energy to put into people who are willing to to put in the work. Right.
1: Yeah, I love that. I mean, I definitely am a person who this happens all the time. Well, like in my relationships with friends. So Mm -hmm. I just think that people are not great about reaching out and honestly like I really don't understand I don't get it because it's I'm I think for me like obviously I'm not like a person where I'm like I'm constantly always thinking about reaching out to my friends I mean I'm not but you know I definitely think I always want to if we're friends I I usually text you like at least once a week Mm -hmm. to say like how are you or like oh here's a funny article or something I don't know um, and I just don't feel like there's definitely a couple of people who I have not talked to and I never talked to them. But like somehow I'm like, I think that they think that we're like friends. And I'm like, okay. I mean, and here's like, <laughs> I'm just, I, I like don't dislike these people at all. Like mm-hmm. I think that they're great. But like, I just am like not going to be the person... To reach out to them, like you said. And I guess then then it is what it is. But yeah, I think this is like a super common issue. I can't speak for men. I don't really know. But I know in like female friendships, like girls can go like months without ever texting or talking to you at all but then text you and just be like oh hey like let's hang out and then oh that's my other favorite thing is Mm -hmm. yeah let's hang out let's get a drink or something and you're like okay yeah sure let me know when you're available which is like my new thing because I used to be the one who was like okay great let's pull out our calendars and like plan a day that we're all available and don't get me wrong occasionally I will do that like there's some times where I'm like oh I, I feel like I want to drive the ship of doing this because usually it's like something I really want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I'm like, okay, cool. But like, if you reach out to me and you're like, we should get together. I'm like, okay, yeah, we should. You just let me know when you're free. <laughs> and then I never hear from them. Right. Um, yes, I've had that every experience time we talk, It's like, we should get together. And it's like, okay, great. Let me know when you're free. And then we never do. So I'm just kind of like- Right, you may, well, yes, Why? Yes. <laughs> I
0: totally agree. When, someone, when you feel like you put in more of the work, uh, then I do think it is stepping back. Um, I've had situations like that and I just like see if they're willing to put in more of the work for a while, I think, cause mm-hmm. it's just like, I get tired. And so, and, and I think the reality is, is that you want it to be 50, 50, but sometimes you're going to put in more and then hopefully, you know, sometimes your friend is, or the person in the relationship is going to put in a little bit more, like sometimes it isn't completely equal all the time.
1: Right. Right. Of course not. Um, it can't, I think most of the time it's not going to ever be equal. There's going to be time where like you have bandwidth and the other person doesn't. That's true. But- yeah. Depending on what's happening in the relationship. And yeah. and then I think there are
0: relationships where you can go years. I have this really great friend um, who we met when we were like 20 and like, I went like years without talking to her and then she reached out to me and was like, Hey, I'm in town. And we, like, she stayed at my place. Like we had the best time and we talk a little, we talk more frequently now, I think since reconnecting. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we had like another kind of mutual friend that she stayed more in touch with than I did. But like her and I kind of like, we all three of us talked like when, when coronavirus had started like with a month, maybe in and then like i'll mm-hmm. talk i'll communicate with her a little bit more on like social media that is something too like there's been people now that i'm on social media a bit more that i have that like i wouldn't really have talked to off of social media or i only know them from social media other than meeting them once or something so it's in it's interesting i think you have all different kinds of relationships Um, but I wouldn't say with that friendship that I felt like I was putting in more of the work, like neither one of us were talking. And then we both kind of, um, started talking again. And now there is another person who I, I wouldn't consider a friend anymore because I was like putting in more of the work for years and I'm still kind of hurt about it, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, but like I, you know, we were really good friends. Then she moved, um, she moved away and also went into the Peace Corps like pretty soon after that. So she kind of knew when she was moving um, that she was going to be in the Peace Corps. And I was the only one to visit her Peace Corps site. Not Her mom didn't come to her Peace Corps site. Her, she had other friends come visit her. No one wanted to go to her site. And she mentioned that to me like, you're the only one who wanted to see this. And And we had a great time. And then I think I saw her like once or twice after she came back from the Peace Corps. And I was so excited because she was living in Colorado where I'd always wanted to have someone living so I could go visit Colorado. Not that that was like why I wanted to see her, but I was also excited about that. And like I visited her there and I even like stayed with her mom. Like I know her mom. Her mom and I are friends on Facebook. Her mom actually was a substitute teacher when I was a kid. Like we went to school together um, with this friend. And like, then she just dropped off the face of the earth. Like I would text her, call her. Sometimes she would be like, Hey, um, she would text and say, Hey, I got it. I'm sorry. I haven't been able to like, um, respond. I'll get back to you. She never get back to me. Then she, the last straw was she was in town with someone from, um, that she had met in the Peace Corps and she was showing them around the U S and she reached out on Facebook and was like, anyone who wants to get together, let me know we're going to be in the Chicago area. So I talked, to, I texted her and she didn't really put in any effort. It didn't feel like. And I did text her and I was like, really bummed we couldn't make it work. And what'd she say? Nothing. She didn't say a word back, and that was the last time that I spoke to her other than she moved back to Illinois, actually, recently. And she, I did actually post something on her Facebook page because I was kind of curious if she would, like, respond, which isn't the best thing to do. I kind of felt like I baited her, which I didn't really mean to do, but I was curious. I couldn't help it. And she did say, thanks for this. We should, like, get together sometime and back in the area. And I basically was like, sounds good. Like, I don't even have her number anymore. I took her number out of my phone because I was just like, because totally. not- we're not friends. Exactly. So, um, and she never reached out. And so now she's been here for, I think over a year or at least six months. And, you know, I, we, I would say, even though we were really, really close friends, there were challenges. She was pretty critical of me at times. And maybe I wasn't always so understanding of her. We were very different. And I think she was the type of person who had very specific ideas about what things she wanted to do with friends. And I don't know that I always fit in. Like, we went on a camping trip, and I think she was kind of bummed I wasn't a big camper. And so I, you know, wanted to, like, brush my teeth and, like, change my clothes in the bathroom of where we ate instead of, like, using the bathroom facilities at the camping ground. And I think she just was kind of like, I don't know. So that could be it is that she felt like she didn't want to put energy, but like I put a lot of energy into that friendship and I at least was owed, I think an explanation. And I don't think, cause I, cause there have been friends that I've, I've distanced myself from who I haven't given them an explanation, but that was because that they couldn't take feedback. And I had tried to mm-hmm. already give them feedback and I don't, I don't really feel like she gave me that opportunity and maybe she did. And I'm not, you, know. you just
1: don't remember. Well,
0: yeah, or maybe, like, sh- the times I felt like she was being critical, maybe she was, and I just was defensive. You know what I mean? Like, I mm-hmm. don't know what her perspective is, but it really hurt. We were really close. Um, yeah,
1: no, I mean, you know that I totally get that. I think that, like, the whole first season of this podcast was talking about, like, a friendship where, like, I think we kind of ghosted each other. But, you know, it kind of definitely had, like, a negative – impact on like my friendships with other people that we were friends with and mm-hmm. also just kind of like you like you know I know what she did to irritate me I I definitely never said anything about it to be completely honest to her I mean I think I tried to but I think you know as a hindsight um just even a couple years later and also like seriously being friends with people like you I think if I were friends with you at the time I would have said like hey like oh girl is doing this shit that annoys the shit out of me and you would have said hey well Here's a safe way that you could talk to her about it. but I don't think I had that like forethought at the point at that point. And like maybe that's the same thing for this person. Like maybe there was something that happened that like she just didn't feel comfortable sharing um and so yeah it's such a bummer
0: I'm sure that that could be and I'm sure that happens in a lot of relationships and, absolutely and it's just it's hard and I and I feel like even almost bad because I uh, talking about it because I'm thinking like well what if she listens to this and but maybe
1: that's helpful hopefully she does because you haven't said anything bad it's it's basically I, you and saying, I feel like, like I did I feel like I I feel guilty for talking about like parts of her that
0: are challenging um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, in the end, I think I would be maybe open to some repair. Yeah. Um, and for I, sure. I have thought about like when she said, yeah, we should hang out. I thought about that. I thought about if she reaches out to me, I'm going to have to say like, I have to be honest. I I yes. was hurt. I was hurt by like the distance we had and I didn't really understand it.
1: Yeah. And I think that you should, and I don't think a lot of people feel comfortable. Yeah. Like and having those
0: conversations, yeah, and honestly, my best guess to be honest with you, I'm not sure that anything specific happened, although it could have, but I think what's more likely is that again, because she was looking for specific things that maybe I just uh-huh. didn't have in a friendship, and she could find that in other people that she just put her energy there because she definitely was a person who had a good amount of friends, so right. my thought is is that I just you know didn't make that cut for whatever reason for her and Honestly, that's fine because I don't want to, I don't want someone to put energy into me that doesn't, that they don't feel like, I make the you. Cut. you know what I mean? But, yeah. um, and I try not to take that personal because, you know, then I can put my energy somewhere else too, but it just, it just it's was, so hurtful. yeah, I think the, how close we were and then to have such a break, it was, it, it yeah, to have it go from being so close to not being so close, um, was hard even though I think in the interim there were ways that she was trying to challenge me about things that I ways that I was living my life um that maybe that because she she had talked about she had kind of distanced herself from other people where you know she didn't she didn't it didn't really mesh with the way that she was living her life um so I don't know I I don't know I could go all day thinking about all the possibilities I'm not sure how helpful that was but I think the only thing that made it possible for me to even think about repair was I had to stop reaching out because it was hurting. It was hurting me to keep reaching out and having her not respond. It was obvious that she just wasn't in a place that she could put energy into this. And so the only way that it's felt better, somewhat better is letting it go, which
1: really sucked. I mean, it was, I really had to grieve the loss of that relationship. Totally. Well, I feel like that's something that you and I probably have a lot in common. And I think that, it's interesting that like, we both seem to have very similar patterns with friendship, but I think the way that we have present, like the way that we presented is really different. And I think that I talked about this and and I don't mean that in a negative way. Yeah. No, I know. Did that sound? Okay. No, no. I think that you are very open about being like, Hey, this person really hurt my feeling. I tried to reach out and I'm more of like a just burn it down type of person. (laughs) Um, I used to be that way for sure. Well, but I think that's the reason probably why like we both think there's like value in us being friends because we can like learn. I think like maybe yeah. for you, you're like, I need to cut some things off. And for me, I'm like, maybe I should try to be a little <laughs> bit more flexible. Um, yeah. It's so. always a balance that you're trying to find.
0: And you know, yeah. we have this ability to like overcorrect. I would mm-hmm. say like, I was talking to a client about this. Actually, I was thinking about um, six flags and you've, you've been you were at six flags as a kid, right? Cause I grew up like yeah, so, right no, around there. Oh, okay. I grew up there. And so I kind of hate it. I kind of have a love-hate relationship with it cuz I have all these like great memories and all these horrible memories and I actually hated um roller coasters, but I felt I forced myself because it was like the only way you had friends because being right, like right. 15 minutes away everybody had a pass. That's what everybody's
1: doing. Right, right. right.
0: And you hoped you could have a boyfriend to hold hands oh, with right. and like, you would see the older couples, and they're putting their hands in the back pocket of the other person. And you're, like, you're like, oh, eh. goals, I love it, <laughs> so cute. Um, and I did get that as an adult, so that was good. Um, but it never – I don't think I did have that when I was a kid. I'm trying to think
1: if – yeah, I don't
0: know. Anyways, um, there's this ride there as a kid. And um, it doesn't exist anymore. I believe they tore it down. But it was probably a, tell-ish. Well, yeah. I mean, it was getting old, and I, I don't know. I think there are things that are probably kids like better. Um, but it was a driving. It was one where you would like drive around in a circle, and as a kid, it was really exciting because you could drive. Right. Uh, Being like eight. I think you had to be maybe like a certain height. You know what ride I'm talking about. Oh, so this
1: is like bumper cars. Is that what we're talking about? Like you go in the racetrack and like you kind of ride around. Yes, but not bumper cars because there was
0: another ride that was bumper cars where you did get to bump into each other. But this ride was more about you being in a car and you rode around this track and you could drive. That was the big thing as a kid is you could get behind the steering wheel and drive. Now, the thing is, is that because it was on a track, the we like the undercarriage of the car would stop you from going too far to the left or the right So if it would correct for you, if you weren't steering correctly. So it ended up being like really bumpy because as a kid, you don't like, don't know how to steer. And it was also like the steering wheel, they designed it to make it difficult for you to turn also because they don't want you to turn too quickly and destroy it and whatever. So it ends up being like a really jerky experience. Like you're kind of like turning this way and turning that way. And it's very, it's very, the opposite of smooth. And so that's what I think about, like, with what we sometimes do in our lives, where we Mm overcorrect, we're over here at one place, and then we just go to the other opposite. It's a very, like, jerky. And so thinking about how do we make it more smooth?
1: You know, how do we
0: be more in balance?
1: Yeah. (laughs) And also, like, a funny thought that I thought about, too, while you were even just saying that is, Mm -hmm. like – we recorded like, so this episode will come out like two weeks after the episode where we were talking about getting back together with your ex. And I'm thinking about our conversation now and you're like, how like we're both like well maybe we would be open to like talking to these people again and now I'm thinking to myself Jamie through this conversation I've changed my mind actually no (laughs) I I think I'm going to take your advice from the first one or like not really your advice but your thought process like maybe we're not friends for a reason like I don't like the way that you fucking treated me and even though like no we don't need to live together no we're not going to be like romantically inclined but like your heart just the way that you're saying it and just the way that I know that I've felt in other friendships before It's fucking hurtful. It's hurtful to have people do shitty things when you consider them to be a a good friend. Like, Mm -hmm. in the question of this person, you doing so much, reaching out, showing that you care, it makes you feel like the last kid picked for the fucking dodgeball game. And it's like, over and over again, as an adult, here we are, feeling like we're in fucking third grade and the chubby kid on the bench waiting to be picked because of these friendships. So, like, actually... Mike, my answer to you is to fuck it, fuck them, find new friends. Like, it's not fair. Yeah, yeah, no, I think
0: that's my answer, too, because I
1: was saying, like, like, I think you should just,
0: I I, yeah, I mean, I guess I would start with just not reaching out and seeing what happens. And if they really aren't going to reach out, then, yeah, then that kind of gives you your answer there, because I think that when we have distance, it's not only up to us to explain it. It
1: can be Mm -hmm. the other
0: person being like, hey, what's going on?
1: Yeah. And you should also work to like try to find new friends, like people who are. Yes. More yes. Like Again, you. you'll have more energy
0: for people mm-hmm. that feel like they serve you. I think that's what I yes. said, like towards the beginning. Yes. And, and, I and that's think, really what
1: I think mm-hmm. is important. Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like that's kind of like we'd also had an episode about like finding new friends and like looking for your tribe. I feel like, yeah, like I do have a lot of friends, but I don't ever feel like I have a great group of friends who are equally motivated to like plan things and hang out and like be like a real tribe of people so like for this person I would say like it sounds like these are good people but like they're probably not your people and so maybe you just need to go and start looking for your people. And it can be a bumpy ride, like Jamie said. Yeah, and and right,
0: right, exactly. There's going to, it is going to feel like that. And it's just trying to move towards like a smoother experience um, Mm -hmm. as, you know, as we got older and we stopped going on that ride at Six Flags and we started to drive real cars where we got the feel of the wheel and and how to turn and how to stay straight. Um, I mean, another example would be if your car's out of alignment, right? And you're trying to like put it back into alignment. Mm -hmm. Um, and you're kind of working against the own system of the (laughs) of the car yeah so it is it is I think you know it's a I think it's a lifelong journey of figuring out what works and you can always change your mind and maybe you want to maintain these friends while you're finding other friends you want to slowly put less energy I think that's okay Mm -hmm. too because I do think having some connections is important Um, but I think That it's kind of like dating. Like if you um, are, are, you know, if you're more intentional, it may take more
1: time, but you may
0: end up with better results,
1: right? Yes. And I know one of the things that like, I don't know if this is like a part, like, have you ever talked about this? Maybe you have, and maybe you have not. But do you ever have conversations with people, like uh, mutual, like just a conversation with Mm -hmm. someone and been like, this person is going to be someone who I consider to be an associate. Have you ever thought of that? Oh, yeah. Like an acquaintance. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Maybe these are acquaintances. Yes. Yes. And, like, they just might not be your friends, which I know for me, like, my mother will be the first person to tell you. I had a really hard time. I don't remember. I recorded a podcast about this, and I can't remember if I actually released it or not because it was, like... So painful to even like record, oh, but like sorry, yeah, I'm it was nervous. like oh, thank you. Oh. No, no, it's it was like painful, but like good for me. Like mm, I good. just think that I'm like so. Fr- I'm really innately very af- like much a friendly person, and I think I put a lot of myself out there. And it just was a real lesson for me at an early age that sometimes you just can't do that with everyone. Yeah, um, yeah. So like, yes. Hopefully. It's true. This person figures that out, And that's part of
0: the – I think that's part of the balance and the correction, too, is that when we are more – because I used to be like that when I was younger, too, Iris. Mm -hmm. I felt like I had to always put myself out – it was like – I think the idea was if I cast a really wide net, I'll get something. But (laughs) – but the problem and just being is, super friendly is getting and something like always, isn't necessarily yeah. what you actually need, you know, and yep. being able to like and love yourself and be with yourself, regardless of who's around you,
1: you know, is, is partially when we are making decisions that are the healthiest for us too. Totally. I think the episode that I'm talking about is called Who Am I? And it was the last episode I recorded like right before you and I started recording together. Mm. And that's basically what it's about. Like I just had a very tough time when I was like in very early middle, like elementary school, just like having friends. And so I tried really hard. And I and I do talk about that. Yeah, again. I did that and for it, longer than middle school. Yeah. I did that like well, basically my me. entire childhood. <laughs> it hurt me so much though that I that I did stop. Like the every like we were talking about in the friendship one, like what is your limit? I think that I reached my limit. And and also what happened, I think and I talk about this in the podcast. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like I'm special. What happened is I moved and I Ah, felt like when when I moved, I felt like I could be somebody else. Um, and I, and I did become somebody else and who I became was kind of a bitch. And so it's kind of like back over to what you were talking about, Mm, about like the overly corrective. Um, so yeah, I became kind of a bitch. And I think that like now, even all the way into my thirties, I'm really struggling to find like being my, like being my natural self which is very nice. Like, I think I'm generally a welcoming and nice person, but when you get burned by people so much, it like makes you put up a defense mechanism. So I think people struggle with this and that's what that podcast is about. And that's what this person's question reminds me of. Like, so just no person with this question, you are not alone. As mm-hmm, you can tell just mm-hmm. from Jamie and I talking. Yes. It's
0: common. It's a human experience. And that's yes. some of what can make it feel less personal. I mean, that's again, with this friend that I talked about, I, even though it does feel personal that I somehow didn't make the cut, it it happens to all of us in some relationships. And there, and we also have people in our lives that we decide don't make the cut. We say this person's going to be an acquaintance, you know, so Mm -hmm. it isn't actually personal. It's really just like a human experience. That's really designed for us to be, to find the people that are our tribe and find the people that are the best fit.
1: And I will say, too, like, as a, like, a little middle ground, I do think everybody struggles with this, too, and I, but I I also do think some people are shitty. Like, I do think that there's, like, a certain particular person out there where, they do experience this, but it's people cut them out because they're the fucking Regina Georges of life. Um, <laughs> and so, like, maybe you are friends with all the Regina Georges because I did see like their response being like, "Oh, I was busy or like whatever. like I fucking hate that. Like that's annoying to me. So like yeah, that because there's been... no
0: accountability for like right. how this a- affected this person.
1: And it kind of makes you feel like, so what, am I not busy? Like, do I yeah, not busy? Yeah, yeah. It like, it's it kind of like marginalizing how this wrong. person feels. You're yes. the one that's
0: wrong for feeling like something's going on. Like, it's very invalidating. It makes you feel like, yeah. oh, I must be the crazy person that everybody yeah, else
1: is. Yeah, I'm needy. Is. I want too much attention. Right, like, and right. I which is hate not
0: that. true. Like, we naturally want, want to attach and have relationships.
1: Right. So anyway person I we both like totally felt this question yeah it's it's so relevant I think people listening will feel the same it sucks people can suck but you're gonna you'll find good people you're in university I really think when like it's a part of finding yourself but Mm -hmm. also like start and I think the more you go through life you'll figure out what your boundaries are and I will we'll be able to meet more people I didn't
0: find the people at university, but I did eventually find some people. So nice. It might not happen at university, but it will. I think it, if, if you are intentional and you do, you know, come from a place of what do you want and really feeling that you're worth it. I mean, I think that's the other thing is sometimes self-worth can be an issue, which we're kind of speaking to both of mm-hmm. us, Iris, I think, and talking about like being more desperate which is also like very unattractive. I realize now as an adult that I was really like unattractive as a kid. Um, not like physically, yes, because I was so, I was so much for people. I was, I think that was the experience. It seemed, it, it seems like, I mean, I can't, obviously I don't know, but like I, I talked a lot. I had a really high voice. I think I was just kind of always there and it was too much.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think so we have this little this will be the last thing. This is supposed to be a quick episode, but it is like it's a, still 30 minutes. It's fine. Okay, good. Yeah. So there's girl. there's this girl who's in that group that we talk that we have that that B-line group. Yeah. And I think I think about her when I think about this. Yes, I'm just thinking that she's exactly she, and that's why I try to be like I personally don't think I'm in the space to be friends with her, but I I just get where she's coming from. Yes, absolutely. Um, We've like, all been like, there. I get it. We've all been get feeling
0: it. <laughs> like a little desperate, honestly. And that's for us to work through and not put that on other people.
1: Yeah. And that's not, she hasn't arrived there yet, but we're going (laughs) to hope that she does (laughs) get to the place where she sees that, but that's not where she is today. Yeah. Uh, But we're going to hope for her that she gets there because she's alive. (laughs) Um, But yes. Anyway, it was really great talking to you Yes, you too. and thank everyone for listening. And yes, we'll talk thank talk to you. you all next week. Okay, Don't forget to bye. like and subscribe oh, and yes. review. Five <laughs> stars only. Yes. Okay. Bye. bye.